Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the podcast where you'll get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts and tools that you buy and keep you informed of what's going on in the industry. This episode is sponsored by truckpartscross.com. With over 1.5 million crosses and counting, you can find just about any part you're looking for on truckpartscross.com. In this episode, we are going to discuss heavy-duty tools, and in order for us to discuss that properly, I thought I would introduce you to David Martin, president of David's Heavy-Duty Tool Sales. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jamie. It's a pleasure to be here today. Um, Can't wait to get this going. What opportunity did you see in the industry when you started your company to sell tools? Well, I actually got into the tool industry several years ago, uh, quite by accident. Um, I I was looking for work and somebody was selling tools. um, So I went to work for them. And and the thing was pretty constant across the whole tool platform. And that is you're kind of either expected to buy a tool off a tool truck um, go online and order a part number and, and hope it's exactly what you needed. So where I used to work, what we did was we kind of opened up the, the communication with the customer so that if a customer had a question about a specific tool, um, I need to know, is this going to do what I want it to? Um, is this the right size for what I'm looking for? We found out that sales went up exponentially when we communicated with customers. That makes a lot of sense. And when you think about the traditional model of how to sell tools, you already alluded to the truck or to going down to a local retail. One of the things I know when I was a contractor, I had my own contracting business and I had like six guys working for me, the right tools made the difference between making money and not. And I'm sure with your customers, is that why the information that you share with them and the expertise is so important? Is it influencing the way that they are profitable in their business? Well, that's exactly it. If you think you know exactly what you're looking for, um, you're looking for a counterbore for a cat engine, but you want to know the exact size of the cutting head you need. It'd be nice to talk to somebody about that to make sure when you order it, you get exactly what you expect. Because like you just said, if it shows up in the next day or so, and you planted that job this weekend, and it's the wrong tool, now you're still down all weekend. You know, so being able to consult with people on what they need has been um, part of our success. There's a great acronym that's called FOCUS, and it stands for Follow One Course Until Success. When we were talking before we started recording, you mentioned that in the beginning, you focused just on specialty tools, and that really led to your success. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's it's an interesting story. Believe it or not, this whole thing wasn't supposed to be, Okay. I was asked by Tyler Robertson from Diesel Laptops if I would be a territory manager for him uh, because he understood my um, understanding of the diagnostics world. 
So I left my job that I'd mentioned a minute ago and started just working as a territory manager for diesel laptops. That went really well. And then a lot of the vendors that I had worked with at my previous job sought me out and said, hey, you know, we liked the way you were representing our tools, you know, where you used to be. Would you carry our tools now? So I invested a few bucks in a website and got it up and running. And uh, wow, you know, next thing you know, I mean, I've got a staff of seven people and, you know, a, a company that manages the website for me. And, you know, I put hundreds of thousands of dollars into it. It was never supposed to be. So that course, because the people demanded that service has, has led to this. Tyler Robertson has been a, you know, definitely left his imprint on the heavy duty parts report. He was episode 13. If you haven't had a chance to listen to his episode, David, when you talk about how the customers and the suppliers are really influencing the development of your company, when did you start to realize that it was the right time to expand the number of tools that you're selling? I don't know that I've ever decided that yet, but it's just the demand. A lot of people will tell you and a lot of consultants that I've worked with will tell you one of the things I keep saying, and I just mentioned a minute ago, this was never supposed to be, this was never part of the plan. But when you start giving people what they want, they demand more. And that's really what's happened. I don't think I've ever consciously made the decision that this is what we we're going to do. I think now I'm kind of getting to that realization uh, when we're talking about buying a bigger building and adding more people the realization is hitting us, but I don't think I ever made that conscious decision that one day I'm going to have a tool company. Well, I'm sure that you would agree with me when I say that uh, if you ask customers what they want and then you give it to them, that is a recipe for success in business. 100%. Right now, you're, you're selling your products in a kind of a mixture of two different ways. So people can buy them online and then you're also servicing in, in B2B relationships. Could you describe for us kind of who your ideal customer is? Yeah. So, so as I, as I talk, my answer might change a little bit, but when we initially started out with diagnostic sales and then supplying the specialty tools that went along with that, our primary customer was really mom and pop shops. Um, the people that couldn't afford to buy all the different OE softwares. They really needed a solution that could solve everything for the diagnostic needs. Then that customer started saying, hey, as long as I've got you online, I've got a question about X. Can you help me with that? And that's how the specialty tools started. But that has grown so much now that we're getting a lot of larger companies. And I, I, I don't, I'm not at liberty to use names. Obviously, we sign a lot of, of non-disclosures. But now we're getting a lot of large companies that are asking us to provide them with complete solutions throughout their, their network. You know, so if, if I've got a chain of cat dealerships with seven or eight dealerships, they want me to do the same solution for all of them. You know, so it started out in very humble beginnings with just, you know, helping a small guy. But once we start to spread, now we're, our model is much bigger. So large or small, you're able to help people out. Now, you've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report, and I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we're speaking with David Martin of David's Heavy Duty Tool Sales. David, I was curious, what has really changed when it comes to tools? Obviously, technology plays a big role in that. And why I asked that question, I'll just give you a little backstory. I remember when I was a young man, I had a 1977 F-250, and I carried with me a half-inch wrench, a 9-16 wrench, a Phillips and a flathead screwdriver, and a 7 
eliminates for the uh, lug nuts. And I could basically rebuild that truck on the side of the road. Now that truck compared to what's out there today on the automotive side, I mean, there's no comparison. I feel like with heavy duty trucks, it's very similar to that story. You think back to the old cat iron. I mean, those things were pretty bulletproof and easy to work on. And today it has just changed. So from your perspective on the tool side, what does a mechanic need today that he didn't need even, let's say, five years ago? Well, and it's not just trucks. It's not just over the road trucks. Um, it's heavy equipment, it's industrial equipment, it's agricultural equipment, uh, even marine and power sports, okay? So in the in the nutshell, the one thing a guy needs now that he didn't need five or 10 years ago is a diagnostics tool. And if we're gonna talk about something that we do specialize in, that would be diagnostics. You know, what you just said a minute ago, I use kind of as a conversation starter with people, you know? especially if I get a, a farmer on the phone, because I, like I said, I do a lot of um, mom and pop shops. If I get a farmer on the phone, we'll chuckle and say, hey, you can't fix that with a 916 anymore, can you? And the guy will laugh and say, no, you're right. I, I, I need a computer. That's what's changed the industry. That's, that's the game changer all the way. And, and that is mostly to do with the emission standards um, that are now, that have come into play. So um, that's the big problem. What's your favorite tool? I don't have a favorite. My favorite is probably what's going to solve the customer's problem. And that's how we start our conversation is we, we talk to so many people, but we start our conversation is where's your problem and how can I help? So my favorite tool is the one that's going to solve your problem, actually. You answered that great. <laughs> I, if I can tell you what I love to sell, okay. I'm going to pitch a company called uh, Keeney Diesel Tools. I've known Keeney for years. They have a neat little tool called a one-piece clutch brake cutter. And if you've ever tried to cut out a one-piece clutch brake with a torch or just get up there with a chisel and hit on it for an hour, you'll know what I'm talking about when I'm telling you I've got a tool that you can snap on that uh, output shaft on that clutch brake and you can cut that thing off and be on to the next job in 15 minutes with no flames. That's my favorite tool to sell right there. There you go. There you go. When it comes to the, you know, you think of a, of a repair shop and they're trying to expand and grow. The, the cost of bringing on techs and then all those techs have the cost of bringing tools with them. And then, of course, they're not going to have every tool that's needed. There's a huge investment on that side. What are you seeing in the industry now? Is the trend moving towards consolidation and is it more difficult for the smaller shops or is there things that you can offer them to help them to be able to achieve their goals and, and expand their businesses? I, on that question, honestly, what I've seen more and more is the smaller shops are doing better and better. They're not getting squeezed out. There's a tremendous amount of work that's available in this industry and the dealerships frankly, like to get as much business as they can. And a lot of people feel their only option is the dealership. But if it's going to take me a week to get into the dealership, I, I mean, I know, of, I know of shops that have literally opened up right across the street from the dealership just to catch the overflow. Okay. If, if that helps you understand it all, that there's, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and not enough people to do it. And that's where we've come in is, you know, if, if customers want to give me a call, maybe I can explain to them a little bit how this works. Um, Tyler may have talked about it too, the virtual diesel technician. There's a technician shortage out there. 
And there are ways now to help those smaller shops who can't afford to bring on a new technician. Um, you know, maybe in a different episode too, you know, we'll talk about how some like advanced diesel training is getting newer technicians into the, uh, into the field. So there is, there's a shortage of technicians and there are solutions to those problems. It, it'd be a, a lot more than this conversation though. Tell us a story of when your ability to offer your customers expertise really helped someone. I'd love to hear one of the actual stories. Well, it's, it's if you want to talk about a couple that, I mean, I, I really enjoy, it goes back to that clutch brake cutter, okay? The first time I showed that to somebody at a trade show, this fellow rolled up his shirt sleeve and he had a scar down his, his arm, looked like a snake. And he said, see that burn, you know, slag, grease burning from inside that shroud, trying to cut a clutch break out. He bought one on the spot. No exaggeration. The very next guy that walked up, showed me the side of his head. He goes, you see that? He had his ear burned out. Wax, or not wax, grease went into his ear. Same thing. He bought one on the spot. So the, the number of times I've been help, able to help someone with a specialty tool is, is countless. And it always brings great joy to me when someone calls and says, son of a gun, I've been looking for that. I didn't know you had that. Um, and it, it happens quite frequently with the specialty jewels. Well, I, I know I'm in sales too. And one of the things that I sometimes, I don't know if it's just a struggle in my own mind or, or what, but there's so many different things that you can help a customer with. And sometimes you think, my goodness, what do I talk about today? How do you get that information to your customers? Well, it's difficult. I mean, there's so much noise out there right now, and, and, and I'm sure you understand that. By doing what you're doing, um, you've obviously seen there's a lot of noise out there, so you're specializing yourself to your audience. I need help with that. I really do. I need to find a way to get to my customers so they understand we're the people that can help. We're, we're brand new at this. We really are. And I've spent a lot of money on my website and a company to help me promote myself on the internet. But there's not a lot of people out there like us that will take the time to talk to somebody on the phone to find that exact tool. So I guess I'm going to throw it back at you, Jamie. If, if you know a way to help me, you let me know because I would love to get that message out to more people. Well, in one way we're doing it right now, I think there was an opportunity in you know the trucking industry to create a a program like what we're on right now to be able to have this discussion back and forth. And you know, we're having a really, a very authentic, real conversation. And I think that's what's going to get through to people more so than the rah, 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 and the kind of traditional marketing message where it's kind of like, you know, yeah, it is about grabbing attention, sure, but you've got to have some real authenticity and value there. And to be able to do that consistently, that's that is the the struggle. So hopefully everyone listening in, we're gonna put it out to the audience to help us out. And we're gonna say if you've appreciated this conversation and you wanna help David spread the word, just tell one other mechanic about today's episode. And we're going to have a trickle down effect where we're going to be able to really help a lot of people. And, you know, that's what David is here for. That's what I'm here for. We want to help you, the listener. Well, you know, that's it's funny because um, last spring we started doing some smaller shows, not like the Mid-America Truck Show or GATS or those type of things. But we went up to like Onaway, Michigan for a drag race and just set up a booth and just had a great time with people. We probably had um, Iowa 80 Truck Stop they do their jamboree and um, it's not your traditional trade show. So nobody's, there's no expectations that people are going to walk around and see all these fabulous 
uh, flashy boots. And we really had a good time with those people. Um, and by those people, I mean, they're just everyday people walking around looking for answers. And a lot of times when we sell a tool to somebody, a specialty tool, they had no idea it even existed. You just uh, triggered something in my mind too. And I think what's really important is to go back to the people you've had success with. So as you've uh, been growing your customer list, you know, keep communicating back with them and say, hey, you bought this a year ago. We, we were really grateful that you chose us. How can we help you in the future? And do you know anybody else that can uh, use you know, the, the tools that we sell and the expertise that we have available? Great way to grow organically over time. Unfortunately, there's no magic bullet. There's no way to just do it instantaneously, right? Yeah, well, and that's all right. I, I think um, you know, if, if it wasn't worth working for, it probably wouldn't be worth keeping. You know, And uh, we're working hard and we're looking forward to the future. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with David Martin of David's Heavy Duty Tool Sales. To learn more about David and everything he can do for you, go to davidsheavyduty.com. That is with an S, and the link is in the show notes, so it's just a one-click, and you'll be able to go straight through to his website. David, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hey, thank you, Jamie. This has been a great time. I'm glad you sought me out. I appreciate it. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Go to heavydutypartsreport.com to listen to and subscribe to the podcast. And remember to focus on cost per mile over purchase price. And let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.